Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com starring world famous animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal Education. Call in right now at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Join in the chat room. I'm your producer. I, Kuzil, got Kendra and Yana Bones. Hi, Laura. Hey there. Where are you? Good. I'm, it sounds a little bit yeah. broken up. and It does sound broken up. So uh, hopefully we can resolve and uh, we'll see how that goes. Until then, straight to call. Uh-oh. I think I've lost. Oh, no, yeah, you're there. Yeah, you lost us. I'm here. Let's put on our first caller and see if they're broken up. Here we go. Our first caller we have is, let's see, we got Kim with Ricky and Hannah. They're two dogs. They're on Facebook. Um, and what is going on with them? So, Kim, you're on the air. So tell us about Ricky and Hannah. What do they look like and what's going on with them? Ricky is a black and white pit bull mix, about 70 to 80 pounds. And he's about six and a half years old. He was rescued in Mexico when he was just three months old. Um, He's been battling an illness for over a year now that I've talked to Laura about. Um, Since I talked to her, we did finally find out that he had a tick disease called Ehrlichia. Oh, wow, you're kidding. No, and it was really unusual because what was happening was he had an abscess on his back next to his tail, and they put him on antibiotics, it would go away, and then as soon as he was done with the antibiotics, it would come back. And mm. the last time I talked to you, you had recommended him going to a chiropractor, and we did try that, but unfortunately mm-hmm. his health just got worse and worse and worse, and he eventually started bleeding out um, and bleeding oh, internally. Yeah. Um, so he had... Um, and. and and we're pretty sure, I mean, we're still, it's still kind of a medical mystery. He's been to, I can't tell you how many different specialists to figure out what exactly is wrong with him. Um, but uh, he ended up getting a blood clot on his spine. So he had to have emergency surgery to have a blood clot uh, taken off his spine in September. And since then, we've been trying to wean him off um, prednisone to see if, um, if any of the stuff comes back. And unfortunately, when we did weed him off the prednisone, platelet count plummeted again. So we're back on the prednisone. And we're, we're trying to wean him off again, but not all the way. We're just trying to see how low we can get it before his body reacts to it. And yeah. so 
we're right now we're we're in that process. But to me, he seems like he's walking tentatively, as if he's in pain. So I wanted you to ask him if he's in discomfort, if his feet are hurting him, is what it looks like to me, is that his feet are hurting him. Sure, but I want to know about this tick-borne virus. Did they, what are the, what usually are the symptoms of it? Well, that's the weird thing. He did not have classic symptoms, and that's why it took so long for them to figure out what it was. It was August before they figured out that's what it was, and he started the symptoms in January. So what are the, the classic symptoms? symptoms? Um, you know, I'm not even sure what the classic symptoms are. Yeah. Yeah. But for him, it was the, it was the abscess for him was this abscess that would go away with antibiotics and then come back and go away and come back. Mm -hmm. And the veterinarian Mm -hmm. I'd been taking him to kept thinking it was a, um, a, um, foreign body. Hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get Ricky and see how he's feeling and see what's going on. Why does he sound, why does he feel like he, why does he look like he's um, sensitive on his paws? Okay. He says it's around his wrists also. Mm. He says they feel really sore when he puts pressure. On which foot or all of them? All of them, my back ones, too. That's interesting. Oh. They feel, like, inflamed. Does he look like he's favoring one over the other? It's the front. To me, he looks like the, he's walking like tentatively the right. on the No. Yeah. It's just both. Uh, it looks, seems it's, like it's sore on the right front. It's interesting, but you don't see inflammation to him, that there's inflammation around his wrist. Well, and that's, like part an of, that's part of what where the mystery is, is he's got severe inflammation throughout his body. And so he's been on an anti-inflammatory diet since September to, you know, try to heal his body. And so um, what do they put him on to, to, what do they put him on to cure that tick-borne virus? I mean, usually they put them on doxycycline. Was he on doxycycline? Yes, he's done two rounds of doxycycline. Both times were three months long. Gosh, where are you guys located? Um, Encinitas, in San Diego. Oh, you know who you should go see? You should go see Dr. Palmquest. He's in Inglewood. He's, like, south of L.A. Mm -hmm. And he's an amazing holistic doctor. I've been on a few panels with him. And uh, he writes for textbooks, and he speaks at, at veterinary medical schools. He would definitely be a doctor that I would take him to and see what he can come up with. Because maybe you can do something holistically along with the traditional medicine. Maybe he has a better idea of what's going on in his body. Because it okay. sounds like it's, a, it's starting to affect everything. So maybe, And that's sort of what tick-borne viruses do. They sort of, if, when, when, if they're not treated, they do, and then they can flare up. Both of my dogs, um, not Luca now, but Maya, my old wolf dog, and, and Stormy, my Aussie, both had Lyme disease. They're from the East Coast. And Maya got a Rocky Mountain spotted fever here in California, and she was like the only case they ever saw in California. And wow. uh, she was seizuring and everything. So it, I know what tick-borne viruses can do. Um, uh-huh. But it would be interesting to talk to him and see if he has some better ideas of healing for you. Because it sounds like traditionally you've gone through everything you can go through. 
Right. And the current vet that I take him to, she's very into holistic. Um, and and she says that she does communicate with animals. And she can tell that oh, he's good. uncomfortable, but she has never really been able to say exactly what it is that it is, you know, what's going on with him. So that's why I wanted well, it to. Well, seems like what you said, it's inflammation, so it's all his body. It's like it's not attacking yeah. one spot anymore. It's all over. Mm-hmm. Right, little guy? Ricky, what else do you want to tell us so that mommy can tell the doctor? What do you want the doctor to know about how you're feeling? She said that she, he wants the doctor to know that he gets a headache. And my head feels really heavy. And I'm just sore and stiff when I walk. And I get out of breath easy. And I'm just a little depressed. I don't blame you, little buddy. Well, this is the first time that you've talked to him that he didn't talk about food. <laughs> really? Every I'm time you talk to him, all he ever talks about is food. food, Ricky. We got to hear you say something about food. <laughs> well, he says sometimes when he eats, it makes him woozy. But that's probably the prednisone. Oh. Yeah, because it makes him really, really hungry. Mm, but now it's making him woozy. It's like giving him a rush when he eats. Mm. Well, Mama's gonna see what she can do, honey. We want you to. We're gonna think. What do you want your affirmation to be, Ricky? How about I have an affirmation of wellness? Would you like to say something? He says he wants to say that his body is super fast. <laughs> And it can okay. bend without pain. So my body is super fast and it can bend without pain. So that means when oh. he bends to the side, it's been hurting him. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to, um, under your picture that you posted on Tip Psychic Radio, I'm going to um, post Dr. Palmquist's website. And, okay, and if, you end up, if you end up going to his clinic, go to just Dr. Palmquist. Not okay. to the other doctor. So you want to make sure you make an appointment with him. Okay. Okay. And then the, the other dog in the picture, the little one in the picture, she's also a rescue that we got. Um, that somebody dumped her off at Teen Society with a broken leg. You know what? And we're gonna try and keep to one dog per collar just so we can get through oh, such a call. Okay. All right. Okay. Call us back though. Thanks, oh. Kim. Okay. Thanks, oh. Kim. Dr. Palmquist, oh, yeah, I remember him from the panel that I saw you on at the um, Conscious Life Expo. Yes. Yeah, you guys were exactly. great. That yeah. was a great was, panel. We were on the panel. We did that panel again. Oh, you did? With a bunch of other, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, so our next caller we have is Jen with Daisy the Cat on Facebook. Does she want a new kitten sister do you see i Ooh. i'm trying to look for I daisy daisy i don't daisy, see her daisy. yet i don't see daisy maybe she can tell us where she posted them so I when see. you post on facebook everyone this is really important that you have to post on our pet psychic radio wall so you go to facebook.com slash pet psychic radio and then you post on the wall, not in the messages, because we don't really watch the messages. We only watch the wall. Hello? Okay. Hey, hey, Jen, uh, where did you post um, Jay's picture? 
Um, I, can you hear me? Yes, we yeah, can we can hear oh, you. Okay, um, so it's on the ninth row because I posted it about three weeks ago. It's the oh. orange and white cat that's on the grass. She's sleeping I or see. pretending to she's sleeping. Uh, and I wrote, "This is Daisy." This is if you count the lines, it's the ninth line. Hmm. She mm-hmm. she's next to a dog that I has think- a green scarf. I think we have a different because um, we don't it have says, lines, right? Oh, it says photo of the of Pet Psychic Radio, and and I can see it right now. <laughs> um, oh, there's Daisy. I got okay. her. I got her. Okay. She's posted on February twentieth. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you want to know if she wants a new kitten friend? Yeah, um, because I. She used to be a cat that was a barn cat, and when I adopted her in October, um, well, she, you know, she stayed home a little bit more. I mean, you know, actually a lot more. And so now she stays home until we come back from work, and then she goes out. And I was wondering if she would like a, um, you know, a little sister, and you know, I think that would be mm. nice. Well, I think that would be nice because there's so many cats. Um, that need homes, but yeah. I'm just wondering about Daisy. Is she gonna, you know, would she like that? And um, I'm thinking, I think she would like. I think maybe if she wants, she would want a sister that would be someone younger than her and something she could be. She could be like a big sister to her. Mm. I'm not sure. Let me let me ask her because she just said she wanted a big fat lazy male cat. What? <laughs> But probably because it wouldn't pose any threat to her. Oh, but let me, okay. Let me ask her. So, Daisy, honey, so just a big, fat, lazy male cat? Your mom was thinking that maybe you would want, like, a younger sister you could teach and you could show her the rope, like, maybe, like, a close to kitten age, like, in the first year of their life? What do you think? She doesn't really like them getting in her face, like, in her face. She's yeah, like, that's she keep, true. She keeps showing me like her swatting at another cat, like get away from my my face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And she likes them to be slower than her. To be what? Slower than her. Like much okay. slower. And she likes them to be known to be friendly. Okay. She said she doesn't want any cat that was wild before. But honey, you were a that, barn cat, not somewhat like that, wild. That would be that would be wild. Is that what you said? Yeah, she doesn't want a cat that had been wild, that had been feral. Oh no, I I wouldn't get that because yeah, the new I mean, cat I, would stay in. The mm-hmm. if we had another cat, um, she or he would stay inside. Um, because she, she yeah. She doesn't like the idea of, like, a cat invading her space or going after her food while she's eating it. So okay. that's why she's a big, lazy male cat, because then they're kind of slower around the house, and she can hang out with them if she wants to and go do her own thing if she wants to. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, we don't have to get a cat. We don't have to. Yeah. I just wanted well, to have me... your uh, opinion. Yes. Yeah. As a general rule... Okay. Not that two females can't get along. Two females can definitely get along. I have two females. 
but mm-hmm. it's harder to integrate two females than it is to integrate a female and a male or two males. Um, so mom says she doesn't even need it. No, we can get a big fat male one. She must have known a big fat male cat one. You well, know? because her, she had a brother, but apparently she didn't get along with him, so that's why I thought oh, the girl would thought. be better. How come you didn't get along with your brother? She said he had a snotty nose all the time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was harder because he was trying to steal my mice. Oh, okay. That's interesting, huh? So that's why mm-hmm. she wants lazy. Yeah. Okay. All well, right. you'll have to let us know if you get a big, fat, lazy male cat. Okay. Well, now I have to, you know, it's a whole new idea. <laughs> but, okay, well, thank you so much for telling me what she, what she wants. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. All right. Thank you so much. She's so cute. Make sure to send us photos of the cat if you can. Yeah. We need those. We want pictures posted on Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. <laughs> Thought I'd throw it in there. That's um, right. Okay, uh, let's see. Our next is Debbie with an update on Alice Marie the Cat on Facebook. On, on Facebook, she wants to adopt. So let's go to Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi, guys. Um, I'll so, give you an update on Alice Marie. Mm-hmm. She is using the litter box. She Ooh. is using litter in the litter box. And she has recovered completely from her broken leg. Oh, how great. So remind us. You called in before, right? Remind us. Right. Who, didn't, who didn't hear, who, who may not have listened to that show. Okay. Quick update. Um. She was outside and got injured by um, a stray male tuxedo cat. And um, she didn't want, she usually gets potty outside, but she didn't want to use the litter box anymore. And um, you talked to her, and we slowly went through, and she requested a baby blue cat litter box. So I got her the baby blue cat litter box. <laughs> and um, she. <laughs> She was very particular, baby blue. <laughs> and so she, I know it's nuts, isn't it? Um, so she's um, using the litter box, being an awesome girl now. And I wanted to um, perhaps add a member to our family. We oh, lost good. our, our, we lost our best friend Bishon when I was in. Uh, remember, I told you I was uh, in the hospital and in uh, recovery for ten months. And Alice stayed with my friend. Well, our best friend dog uh, was staying with my brother, and uh, he gave her away right before I got out of the hospital. Oh, that's right. So, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I wonder about this little boy, Casper, that I posted his picture on Facebook, how he would do with us, how he feels about Alice Marie, and what he wants in a mommy. Okay. Well, let's get him. Oh, he's so cute. Where is he? Is he at a shelter? Yes, here in the States. 
Oh, he's um, probably good. with um, he's probably with Fosters. Right. Okay. Let's get Casper. He's so cute. He says, "Is somebody wanting to adopt me?" Have you met him yet, Debbie? No, that's the exciting no. part. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Somebody is thinking about adopting you, but they haven't met you yet. He says he thinks that somebody wants him already. Because somebody keeps thinking about me a lot. Wonder he if says, I'm going to go get that dog. It might still be, it might be Debbie who's thinking about you. So tell me, what do you think about living with a kitty? Would you like to live with a kitty? Oh, sure. I'm good at sharing. Oh. And he loves people who cuddle. Oh, he loves and I, love, I love fun outings. And it's important to cut the hair from my eyes. Oh, yeah, of yes, course. Of course, honey. And I'm a good friend. How did he end up in shelter? How did you end up in the shelter? Somebody couldn't keep me anymore. They liked it at all. They didn't feel good at all. And they couldn't couldn't keep me anymore. (laughs) They wanted to, though. Oh, sweet. I'm really well behaved. Oh. And he's a fighter for life. Oh, good. Good, Casper. Yeah. So when are you gonna meet him? Well, I have to put I put have to put an application for him. I wanted to get his opinion first. Yeah. He says I think you should try it. Because it's kind of cool to talk like this. (laughs) Yes, it is. Is that his real name? Uh, your real name. He says it's a name he had to learn, so he probably wasn't. Oh. That would be interesting, though, if it was his name he had to learn, but then he had people that had to give him up. You would think he would have had his same name, you know? Unless yeah, for some I wonder reason if he wants a different one. Yeah, or if they, they gave it his, maybe they gave him up to, like, another kill shelter or something. Oh. That wouldn't make sense. So you know, because why would they change his name? Do you want your Ooh, name no. changed? It's fine. Oh no, it's fine. It's oh. fine. So cute. He is a doll baby. Well, Deb, you have to call back and let us know if you get Casper. All right, I'm going to go as soon as the show is over and put in an application for him. Oh, exciting! Exciting. We'll put in some prayers. All righty. All right, Jeff, thank you for back. <laughs> thank you for calling. Okay, so let's see who is our next caller. We have Linda, who's calling in about Toby the Yellow Lab, and um, Toby's on Facebook. He has uh, skin uh, issues. Um, his skin oh. was torn off, and they had to try and sew the skin back. That sounds completely horrible. And oh, my God. Surgery. So let's find out how Toby is doing. 
Linda, you're on. Uh, how did Toby get this? Uh, how did this happen with Toby? Um, on a Monday night about six weeks ago, we let him out to go to the bathroom about 9 o'clock, and he came back in kind of whimpering. And we, I was looking at his paws and his knees, and it was on his other side. And when I saw it, I about died. It was just a huge section of his skin was torn off from his side. Oh he my caught God. it. I know my husband is the type that always says, let's just, let's just look at it and wait a day and then go to bed. My husband just yelled at me, start the car. It was horrible. But, um, yeah, so it's been six weeks. He caught it on um, a little hinge on our gate around, around my garden in my yard. We saw his hair. We went home that night after, after and found it. But it's been six weeks, like I said, and he's, he's improving, but he still seems very unhappy. And my question is, is he suffering? Is he still hurting? Or is he just traumatized? That's my question. Yeah, okay, so tell me, which side is it on, the right side or the left side? It's on his right. Okay, and, um, and how big was the area? Huge, probably 10 by 12 inches. Oh, my God. And, was, and, uh, and so what did they do? Was it like a flap and they had this gone, or was it ripped Yes, off? exactly. The skin was still attached, so they, they, um, they, had to, they had to do a lot because you lose blood supply when skin is torn. So they, they did a lot to the tissue, and then they sewed it back, back on. He had a drain, and, and, but he had to have it, the skin died because it was so traumatized. So then he had a second surgery to sew a bandage that would stay on that area. And then we had to go in every day and have the bandage changed. He had stitches then, inside as well as out. So he had to sew, so every day you had to re-sew that bandage? Every day they, every day we just had to go in and they re-laced a new bandage on. They taught me after about six days of that, they taught me to do it. And then I could go two days, and then they let me go ten days was the last time. And Monday he had his stitches removed, but he still doesn't seem happy. Okay. And how does he look like he's walking? Does he look like he's walking okay? Oh, he, he is walking fine. I actually took him for a walk yesterday and today thinking that would kind of perk him up. I'm not supposed to really be doing it, um, but there isn't any stitches or anything to tear. So it's just right now he has an open wound that has to heal. So And how big is probably, that open wound now? Um about five inches long and about some places up to a half an half an inch and some areas as, as small as probably an eighth of an inch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. What else could you put on that to get it to heal really fast? I know. I've actually wondered that. If I could go back I probably would have done something maybe some type of treatment where he could have healed quicker. But yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe like colloidal silver or colostrum or I'd Google around and see. Okay. Oh, I Google. I'm a Google freak now. Yeah. I've been looking <laughs> on how long is this going to take to heal. Oh, my it, God. The tissue okay, has a form. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's get Toby and see how he's doing. Okay, Toby okay. in his cute little little pajamas. You know what? It was scary. Cause I like green 
couldn't move for a little bit. And I was like, and I was like trying to move, and then I just had to like run. And then I just decided to run, and then it hurt me more. Oh, so he was caught, and he was just knew he was caught, and he was just staying there while he was caught. Oh, that's oh. worse. I'm sorry, little bud. I'm so sorry that happened to you. But how lucky you are to have such great parents and such great doctors. That's so fortunate. He says, now when I move, I'm like, ouch, mm, ouch, mm, ouch. So it does hurt when you're moving now? It's like always an awareness. You know what, though, Toby? That's going to go away, and it's going to feel 100% better. Like, doesn't it feel already so much better? Like my whole side is bruised. Yeah, I bet it feels that way, honey. I bet it does. You know what else I think? What if it happens again? Oh, Toby, that was like some weird accident. That is not going to happen again. You don't need to worry about that, little bud. You don't have to worry about that. But you should lick and yawn and blink your eyes and have a gratitude list. So what are all the things you can be grateful for? Okay, so let's think of them. Tell me some things that you're grateful for. I'm happy when I'm sleeping. Oh, that's a good thing because he probably couldn't sleep in the beginning, you know? So uh, what else, Toby? I get extra treats. (laughs) And he gets something that he can lick. Do you know what that is? Do you give him ice cream or something? No. What could he lick? Is it like a chicken broth or something? What is it? Is it cold? Maybe he's saying what he wants instead of what he likes. Is it, what do you want? Is it ice cream or uh, chicken broth? What is it? It's like a yummy gravy. You know what that is? No, but uh, he wants to lick his wound constantly and he cannot. It, he actually makes licking motion constantly in his mouth. Oh, he makes licking motion constantly in his mouth. I'll bet he has acid reflux. No, I think. I'm I think oh. Give him some coconut oil, maybe from, like, the meds and stuff. that he, He's probably on some antibiotics and stuff, right? Yes, he is. And he is better about the licking. He wants to lick his side, and he's constantly trying to. He just wants to lick it so badly that he starts, like, making a, a noise he, with his mouth. He can't, he can't lick it. So that's why he's saying, maybe just give me something I can lick. Give me the taste. Maybe. You can take away my... Do you have acid reflux, honey? Do you have a stomachache at all and, like, a burning in your throat? Sometimes my stomach hurts but not the burning in my throat. That's good. That's not why you're licking. Why are you licking, like, the air and stuff? Do you know why you're doing that? Mom's right because I want to lick my side. Aw, little bud. It's all going to go away, honey, I promise. I love being petted on my head. Oh, that's good. And he likes his ear scratched on the inside. Yes, he does. Good. There you go. Honey, start thinking about 
things that you smell and things that you see. Start thinking about other things, okay? Got to get your mind focused on something else, all right? It's not going to last forever. So you're going to say, hey, pretty soon you're just, you're not even going to remember that. You can just put it in the past. And then I'll say maybe ice cream is a good idea. He's thinking about things he can lick, so. <laughs> I think I've got to get him some ice cream. <laughs> I know you should. Oh, well, we sure do hope Toby heals up fast. My goodness. Thank you so much. And I do believe yeah. his stomach was hurting him. I started giving yeah. him right? I really thought that was part of his problem in the beginning. Oh, good. I'd give him a tablespoon of coconut oil and see if the licking maybe goes away. Because he could be I am. so. I try that. He could be so focused on that side. He's not really paying attention to other things that are going on in his body. So, worth a shot. I will. I'll try that. I actually have. I use that to take off eye makeup. So I will do that. Oh, you do? Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Linda. Okay. Yeah, thank better, you. Toby. Oh, Toby, you're gonna get healed fast. Wow, sweet little bug. Mm. So the next caller is um, Claire calling about Clyde, who is black and white cat, and uh, Clyde's on Facebook. I like this. This sounds really interesting. He and his brother are going into the hallway of the apartment complex, and Clyde is singing extremely loud. Can you tell him only to do it inside the apartment is what she's saying. Um, what, so is, what, is he, what is he doing? <laughs> He's singing too loud inside the apartment. I mean, outside what? the apartment. <laughs> so, Hello? Claire, um, hi, you're on. Clyde is just singing loudly outside the apartment. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. can. Oh, okay, awesome. This is this is my first time calling. Yeah, he uh-huh. um, is. Well, he's vocalizing. It's you know, I open the door. Uh, it's a close knit apartment, and I open the door, prop it open, and then they like to go out and hang out and greet the neighbors. But the past couple of weeks, Clyde just you know he starts vocalizing. You know, which you know I'm sure it's very lovely to him, but to the neighbors, it sounds like he's in pain. And, um, you know, and it's like I can't let him out if he's going to do that, really. It's, you know, it's sort of a, a privilege to be able to go out there. And um, and I'm, I've been trying to communicate with him, you know, and sort of like, what, what's, what are you, what's going on? Because it just started a couple weeks ago. And, uh, and trying to mm. say, you know, can you just do it in the house? Because he's quiet in the house. And then he, the minute he goes in the hall, he's just like, wow. So, <laughs> okay, I think so. You know what? Clyde should start a band with my cat, Rosa. That's so true. Wouldn't they be great together? I know. <laughs> I've been calling him. I've started calling him Charlie Parker because, you know, it's, it's, it's really awesome, but it's not for everybody. Kind of, you know, complex jazz. <laughs> okay, let's get Clyde and see what he has to say about that. And he's so adorable. I see his picture on Facebook. So, Clyde, honey, what's happening? Did you hear that I can hear you? How come you're going into the hallway and meowing? And did you hear that mom doesn't mind you meowing if maybe you could do it just inside the house? Because in the hallway, it disturbs the neighbors. 
I'm saying come out here. I'm saying how many people are around. <laughs> and when I make that noise of me and then I figure it out. Oh, so Clyde, now that you've done it and you know how many people are around, it's important not to do it again, honey. It's too loud. It's hurting your ears and it's going to disturb them. Some people need to work or to sleep or to relax. But mom thinks it's really cool, so you could do it in the apartment. He wants to know if I think that there are other animals that live in the apartment. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, so there's a German Shepherd. Yeah. Mm, so there's a German Shepherd. So one of the things that you can do with Clyde is it because he seems very curious about who's in the apartments and what are they doing. And, and so it, things that you know about them, you could tell him. You could be like, that's Mr. Brown. He's a banker. And he has Toby the cat or whatever it is, you know, and just kind okay. of tell him about people that that live around there. But shh, quiet. You have to be very, very quiet. If you're going to talk to the other animals or the other people, do it in your head, Clyde. Okay? Like I'm talking to you. Do it in your head. You know what I was wondering? He wants a rolling ball in the hallway. <laughs> Does he play with balls in the apartment? Yes, yes. There's um yeah, he and he has uh, one of those yeah, he loves balls. And um one of the neighbor kids, he he would put a ball in the apart, you know, out in the hallway. He would leave balls in the hallway for Clyde. But then we have another neighbor who, you know, she's not so light on her feet, so it might be a tripping hazard. So oh, we brought the ball that's inside. May, yeah, and maybe they could put, like, a basket outside your door and you could leave the balls in there, and then when he goes out, you could play with the balls that come from that basket. Yeah, or I can, like, give him a ball when he goes out and then bring it yeah. in when he comes back in. Yeah, oh, but that's interesting he's probably calling that kid a little bit, too, like, hey, bring your ball. <laughs> they're very social. I mean, the, the neighbors all, you know, all know them and greet them, and they're kind of like, oh, they're kind of like so a he, little... Mm-hmm. Oh, so maybe mom can set up like play dates for you, and so that you don't call them when you're out in the hallway. But maybe sometimes mom can can get a neighbor to come out and play with you. Okay, but but it's yeah. not okay for you you to call them because we don't know what the neighbors are doing. They might be busy at that time. So kind of leave That's it up right. to your mom to make the play date. But now that you know he really likes that. You could set it up if you see somebody in the hallway and they feel like talking. Be like, oh, let me just let Clyde out. <laughs> like, okay. You know, and let Clyde out to socialize. Okay, okay. Clyde well, just I'll try wants that. A little, he, he, Clyde just wants like a block party kind of thing, like a hallway exactly. party. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they, they used to have a neighbor who they would go over to her house and she would play with them, and then she moved away, and so it was very sad. But they were all, well, you know. Oh, so that's why he's wondering who's in all the apartments, because he's like, yeah. hey, do I have another friend? Yeah, and he does have a couple friends. Yeah. So yeah, but. Um, oh, Clyde okay. Boo. He's just looking he's at me like, okay. <laughs> well, let us know if, uh, yeah, let us know if you stop his singing once you start, you know, 
having him engage okay. with your neighbors. <laughs> okay, I'll try that. I'll try that. Okay. Thanks so much for talking to, to little Clyde Boo. Sure <laughs> thing. Okay. Bye-bye. That's How, awesome. Bye. How cool is that cat? My God, he's Very so cool. cool. Very cool. I love I love how the neighbor kid would bring a bull. <laughs> like, like he's a dog. And you'd go to the I neighbor's know. house and play in their apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. All right. Let's see. We have our next caller. Uh, my studio page is actually acting up um, right now. so It is. Do you want me to yeah. bring them on? Yeah, can you uh, can you close Claire and Clyde and then bring up, uh, let's see, who do we have? We have Erin and Abigail. Uh, Abigail is a three-year-old cat. She's half Siamese and half tabby. Blue eyes, a pink nose, gray and black stripes on the legs and the face. Um, so she's moving across country and with her baby, um, and her mom, who has two cats already, does Abby want to go or stay with her friends? So, okay, I, hopefully I got this right. Erin, um, are, you, are you there? So my studio page is acting up, too. Okay. It so won't let me... Oh, oh there we go. We got Erin, right? Hi. Hi, Erin. Hi, yay. <laughs> okay, great. So tell us exactly. You're moving and you're I'm wondering moving. if Abigail wants to go with you or not. Yeah, I'm moving across country with my baby to move into my mom's house for a little bit. And there are two other cats and a dog that live there. And Abby's never been around other animals so much. And it's a lot of commotion. And so I'm just, I want her to know, A, that it's, happening, but also that she has a choice that she would rather stay with um, Pat, our friend, my, my friend Pat, she can do that, maybe. Okay. Somewhere else. <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, kind of. So, okay, so first remind me what Abby looks like. Um, well, she's half Siamese, so her coloring is kind of unusual. It's like she is um, maybe kind of beige or like a straw hay kind of along her back. Uh-huh. And then she has stripes on her legs, like from her tabbiness. And oh, how cute. Yeah. That's good. very That's good. very pretty. And then, and so, and so is Pat a male or a female? A uh, male. And so one of the things that I'm confused about is you said, would she like to live with Pat, but then you said maybe she could live there. So, so um, well, Pat there's a few a options. Definite? I guess there's a few options that we're trying that I'm trying to work out. So, if you know, if I knew that what her preference was, then I would, you know. Okay. Okay. And so she can move with you and the baby. And how old is the baby? Nine months. Aww. Male or female? Female. So her little her, her sister. So she can move yeah. with you and her sister to to your mom. Like, and then how how far of a car ride is that? Um, it's going to be an airplane ride. Oh, an airplane ride. Okay. Yeah, and we're in she's... D.C. and we're moving. So we're in D.C. and mom's in Texas. So we're moving to Okay, Texas. and then and then there is um and there's a dog and a cat already in the house, correct? Two cat, two cats and a dog. Okay. Okay. Let me get. She says I gotta go. Whoa! I know that it's really scary. 
that I can't be separate from this family. It's like, come yeah, on. Like, yeah, totally. Okay, I, I thought so. But Does she you really know, think I want to be separated from her? <laughs> it was I would never. Okay, well, that's really good. That's really she says good. we've been through too much. <laughs> yeah, well, we've moved a little bit, and, and that's partly and, why I'm asking about it, because I know that it's been hard for her how much we've moved. She says that the dog obviously is good friends with cats. Is that true? What's that? She said the dog at the at, at your mom's house is obviously friends with cats. But is that true? Yes, friends with cats. Oh, good. He is a very. She's a. They're all females. All all females. <laughs> the mm. the cats and the other dog are all females. Um. So the way she's she's looking at it is this. The dog is friends with cats, and the cats are friends with each other, so it will probably be okay. Now, that's a very brave, positive way to look at it. Do you think that that will actually be the case? Will they be welcoming to her into the house, do you think? I think they will will be welcoming to her. I think that she will be... um, freaked out for a while by the move and the new surroundings. She says she but gets I her so. own room at first. She says, I get my own room at first. I get my uh, own well, room. A, there is a cat room. I think she's talking about being locked in your room. Okay. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. She certainly would. I guess what I would like to say now is that it's going to be a lot of um, commotion coming up in the next you know, at the beginning of April, and I just want her to know that she's safe and it's going to be okay, I guess, now. She says, I know it's going to be okay. I know you see me with anxiety. Yeah, I feel with anxiety a lot. But we always get through it. So, okay. What's interesting is sometimes, oh, the baby wants your attention. Yeah, I've got my hands full here. <laughs> yeah. She, um, what's interesting, and this happens sometimes, is that the client will, will talk about their pet in such a different way than I hear them. So, like, I hear her as being really confident, but I hear it in what you're saying that she's very fearful. So uh-huh. what we have to remember is that underneath that fearfulness is a very confident, positive cat. So if we can okay. remember that while you're while you're kind of seeing those things and give her Agreed. a reminder of things yeah. that she says. So you can say, like, I'm going on a plane. I'm going to stay in my carrier. I'm going to lick and yawn and blink my eyes to calm myself and remind her to do those calming signals. Um, I'm going to have lots of friends when I get to the new house. I'm going to have two other cats and a and a dog, and it's going to be such a great adventure. And if you can kind of tap into that side of her, not all animals have that side. Some of them are like, no yeah. way, I'm not going. And they have both sides. They're like, no way, I'm not going, and let me live with Pat, or Mom, you're staying here with me, or whatever they want to say. Right. <laughs> but she does have a confident side inside of her, which is cool. Well, that's good because she is often. I call her a little scaredy cat, and maybe maybe she doesn't like it if I do that so much. Cause no, she, you know, it's, it's 
it's it's not healthy for you to do that. Okay. Because if you okay. call her a little scaredy cat, yeah. that's what she's going to live up to. So you yeah. have to call her you call her something like my brave, my brave little kitten. My brave, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense to me, and I never meant it. I mean, let her know I never meant scaredy cat as a, you know, I was always, there was no oh, judgment involved. No. You know, nobody there was always ever, like. no. Nobody ever does, you know, yeah. nobody ever. They always say that just to tease or just, you know, in good fun. But it's not, not even hard. to tease, but to allow her, because I see her running under the bed anytime, you know, something is going to happen. So I want her to always know that it's okay and she doesn't have to go run and hide just because, like, you, I don't know, she does it a lot. Hmm. So you can say, you know, you can go and then look out and then come back out again. Yeah. And yawn and yeah. blink your eyes and come back out again. I mean, the names that we give our animals are really important. Like, my dog's name is Storm. And when he uh-huh. goes running and barking, I mean, it looks like a storm to me. I can't really blame them. I named him Storm. You know, I mean, right. you know, I mean, not that he does that that often, but he does just say hello sometimes to other people or other dogs. So, so like, our names are very, very important. You've got to really be careful. And it's okay to allow her to be scared, like you were saying. Yeah, and say, yeah. It's okay, look out, and then praise those little bits of confidence that you see, a little well, peering I, out from underneath the bed, or look how brave I, you are. There's my brave cat. I do that all the time, too. So, yeah, I mean, I, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. in our mix already, you know. So. Yeah, obvi- obviously, too, because she's so confident underneath it all. So that makes okay. sense. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, keep us posted, and good luck with that big move. Oh my! How, I don't know how I'm going to move on a plane with a baby and a cat, but I, I will and put it out. You'll <laughs> do know, it. Maybe you know what you could do. Maybe you could get your mom to fly out and fly with you. Yeah, I can't do that. But I'll figure something out. Or maybe a friend <laughs> or something, because then you're going to have a diaper bag and a and a cat, because that cat is your one baggage, one carry on yeah yeah it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be an adventure for sure <laughs> well call us when you get um get to your destination oh i will i might have to do a okay with all like nine animals <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right Perfect. thanks Aaron. well thank you so much bye wow that's a lot a cat baby moving animal i know right that's a big and a plane Good for her, though. She can do it. And you know what? When they go in that carrier, sometimes they just shut down and they're in that carrier and they sleep. So it mm-hmm. would just be like luggage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's get to our next caller. We have, let's see, we have Space Pet Haven. Susan, you're on with us. Um, I'm here. Hey there. So, Tell us um, who, which cat are we talking to today, and what is going on with them? Well, it's the repeat visit for little Grayson. He and his oh, litter mate, Mr. Gareth, are still here. Um, they will be turning five. I guess this month, sometime, they will be turning mm-hmm. uh, five. I think I'd have to go mm-hmm. back and check records. But they've been completely feral, and unfortunately, when they came here. Uh, things were so chaotic that um, they didn't get a, a private decompress room and socializing room. They were just, you know, in the mainstream of the house, and I never got a chance to work with them when they were little bitty. 
So they're they're doing better, but they are still not touchable. And to get them in a carrier just to get vet care is <sighs> unbelievable. Yeah. I've even had the vet come out to the house, and it's like a circus. Mm. It's it's really tough. And um, while the other brother it has a spinal defect, you know, obviously a birth defect, he, you know, he he gets along. He's he's he can't be treated, but he seems to have things going for him that little Grayson doesn't have. Grayson's looks like a lot a lot like your all great kitty. You know, short haired. Solid charcoal, um, rather petite. Okay. Unlike the other chunk chunkos in this house, uh, <laughs> but he has a horrible skin condition that started over a year ago when someone introduced fleas into the house, and they were all taken up to the vet except him because I couldn't catch him. Um, I treated him with Capstar to get it uh-huh. under control, so he doesn't have fleas. But um, it just set up a flea dermatitis that just has not stopped. Oh, you know what might be good for him is that allergy stuff that I have Fenway on. If you could mush it in some wet food. Right? Yeah. I, the problem yeah, is there's I, 11 in the house. Yeah. There's, there's only one room that I can isolate some of them in. Mm. But leaves, you oh. know, and others all throughout mm-hmm. the house that... that they all eat the same food because they have to. You know, there's no way to isolate. Well, that would probably be okay, don't you think, I? If the others got yeah, it's all, it's um yeah, I think it's pretty natural. You should check um just check out Aller Essentials. Um, I'll put it in the chat room, and you can look at the ingredients and see if if that's um you know if that's helpful. But um, what should we ask Grayson? Because we only have a couple more minutes, and I just want to make sure he gets. Uh, get the word in. So let's well, ask he's done, rec- done better recently that I can even touch him. He's on the bed right now. He always stays on the bed, but before he would just leap, you know, to get away from touch. And now I can actually touch the top of his head, but he's so full of scabs and he's oh. still bleeding wherever he, he lies and he's, you know, over so grooming. Yeah, so what would you like me to tell him or ask him? Well, just remind him as every time, and I've done every day, that, you know, I... I know he doesn't feel well. I need to help him, but he has to let me help him by letting me touch him, pick him up, give him a, you know, give him medication, maybe get him to the vet, you know, just whatever it takes. Okay, I, you can word it better, okay. but okay, Grayson, honey, we're so proud of you. Your mom wants you to know that how proud she is of you that you've gotten so much better. But we want to take a couple more steps, and you could do your licking and your yawning and your blinking of the eyes and being really, really brave and let mom maybe even pick you up and walk around with you a little bit, maybe go on the carrier and go to the nice doctor that can help you with your skin because it would be so good to have somebody look at your skin so that you can feel better. And we want your body to feel the best it can be. And one of the coolest things about being in situations is that you can always get better and feel better. So you can think about your life, about how you want your body to feel. And then one of those ways to get there is that let your mom pick you up and put you in the carrier and take you to the doctor. And I know you can do it. 
by blinking and licking and yawning and reminding yourself what a cool pet mom you have. You've got such a cool pet mom, and you're totally safe with her. She's safe pet haven. You're so safe with her. She says, I feel really safe with her. I feel like she's a special mom. I feel like she has a lot of care for us. She looks us all in the eye every day and says something nice to us. She's our good friend and our mom. And I like it that she's home. And even if it, I don't fully let her pet me, it's not that I don't love her. And I'm becoming so much braver. One day she'll be able to do that with me. She'll be able to take me to the doctor. Ooh, that's good. Good boy, Grayson. I'm glad that you're thinking that way. So exciting. Okay, so I know that's awesome. And so we're at towards the end of the show. Let's ask Grayson um, if he has any words of wisdom. Oh, good one, I. So, Grayson, mm-hmm. honey, do you, have any, do you have any words of wisdom? What's your words of wisdom? I just want to tell everybody, I believe there is hope for the future. Because I've seen it in my life. And that cat that is going to live with the dog and two cats, with the mom and the baby, keep being brave. And I know what it feels like. You can be brave. You have a good mommy. I love how crazy we're listening to the show. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh, thanks, Grayson. Well, does uh, Storm King have anything to add to that? Stormy. Stormy's sleeping. Sorry, everybody. Oh. Sorry, what everyone. I'm so glad Grayson was uh, available. I know, right? Because Stormy's snoozing on the job. <laughs> I know. What about Luca? Luca, you got any words of wisdom? Oh, Serafina does, who's my gray cat. What's your, what's your Sarah? Does he look like me? I think that's what she was saying when she said that she looks like, Grayson looks like my gray cat, that she looks like (laughs) Tell everybody, know yourself, and then you'll be able to talk to animals. That's true, honey. That's true. You've got to know what you're thinking, right, in order to talk to animals. That's so true. So So true. Very smart. Well, tune in to the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication, as well as private consultations with Laura, the Pet Psychic. Like us on facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, and we'll see you all next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals.